Hello, Show Me Mo at School Facilities Podcast listeners. This is your host, Joshua Peach, and this will also be aired on our Be Awesome at Facility Management podcast later today. Uh, I am excited to share uh, our Show Me Mo podcast has not had an episode in a number of weeks, and, and part of it in good reason, uh, no excuse, but I have been on the road extensively over the last month and a half. And a lot of it was actually to the great state of Missouri. So I got to see people in person and didn't get to talk to people via the World Wide Web. But here I am. And uh, good news is we've got Charlie Branham, Executive Director of Missouri School Play Management Association, on the podcast today. And we're going to do a Charlie's Minute first week of every month, at least one episode a month with Charlie to talk about all things uh, school plant management in the great state of Missouri. And uh, we also have... Paul Anastasi, co-host of Be Awesome at Facility Management and K-12 Pros Consultant Contractor Partner here. Uh, and we're going to talk about something really exciting that Charlie concocted months ago that has come to fruition that we're going to be launching here uh, in just two months' time, Charlie. It's going to happen pretty quick, Josh. We're looking really forward to this new program. So so tell us about the program, how it all came about, what it's going to look like, and then we're going to have Professor Paul. He's gone from more Paul to Professor Paul, just like that. <laughs> he looks uh, like is that a promotion? <laughs> uh, v- verdict's still out on that. We'll let you yeah. know after the session's over. Uh, Josh, I was a, a fairly young central office administrator, uh, you know, years ago, Paul, and um, and I was introduced to a program by Jim Collins called Teach With Your Strengths. And I think the baseline of that was um, doing a self-assessment of my strengths. And um, so I, I can't say that I agreed with everything at that time, uh, but I was undereducated and didn't didn't study the book in depth. Um, and uh, jump forward after after I realized that um, the self-assessment was very accurate of me as a leader. Uh, I was teaching some graduate school to uh, aspiring superintendents and principals, school principals. And uh, I realized that there was another version of that book. Instead of teach with your strengths, it was lead with your strengths. Same, similar type of self-assessment of your own strengths uh, Paul go into the depths of that. Uh, I have used the book four or five graduate classes, and I've just found it to be extremely helpful for those going into leadership positions. So we had uh, we had some board members and others in our association tell us that the one thing they don't get a lot of training in, uh, and it's kind of um, learn by learn by doing or uh, by fire, so to speak, is leadership. They understand the nuts and bolts of their job. Uh, they understand how to how to fix things and how to coordinate, how to plan. But uh, the leadership is something that they they learn by experience, not always uh, good ones. So that uh, kind of we had a vendor step forward a few years ago and say, "Hey, we 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 like this program in our in our company," and it just all kind of came together, Josh. So um, that's why we want to bring it to our plant managers. Yeah, and and so we've uh, we've curated this. It's going to be an eight one hour session program, and it's going to be put together. It's be, been put together by Professor Paul. So Professor Paul, uh, 
talk about the program from your perspective and what, you know, if I'm a, an aspiring and, and by the way, uh, before we go any further, Charlie, I think that that's um, one of the things that I really admire and I'm, I'm so grateful for with working with Missouri is that you're, you're not just you, but your board and your members are saying, Hey, we're, 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 we need leadership. We need leadership training. We need teamwork training. We need customer service training. It's getting away from the brooms and the wrenches and it's getting into the trenches with the people. And uh, we're really, first of all, very honored to be a part of that. This has been put together um, by K-12 pros and it's, it's hosted and, um, and creation was, was, uh, was, was MSPMA. And uh, we got, we got to remember our good friends at tips for their support of helping us get everything off the road and getting the, the a lot of the backing and things that are going with that. So um, with that said, when you and I talked, the first person that came to mind that could that could do this and could do it the way that um, would be uh, that you could digest and that you could really kind of look at and see and, and appreciate the first person that came to mind was more Paul. And so uh, brought him on board. And Paul, you've been hard at work on this for a number of months. This, by the way, was created. Um, I, it was the first week in May, the idea, because I remember I was in Pittsburgh driving to the airport when you called me, we had the initial discussion. So this is something that has been um, worked on, ironed out, recreated, redone, restarted, um, and re- and getting ready for the kickoff on January 11th. Um, but Paul, go into the, the eight one hour sessions a little bit and what people can expect and kind of a, a little bit more uh, detail. Sure. And, and I just like to piggyback off what you said and said to say that what we're seeing in Missouri, people coming forward like that, asking for more leadership and more more training and stuff like that. It, that's not happening everywhere. I, I think uh, I, I know I, we've got a special spot for Missouri, but um, there's a good reason for that. And uh, that goes back to your leadership, Charlie, and, and your your board of directors who do a phenomenal job at, at what they they're do. doing. They do. So, so the, the, the course, um, it's called Using Your Strengths. We're going to have a textbook um, here, which I have on the screen for those that, are, that have video, um, Discovering Your Strengths. And in that, it's uh, you're going to take a, a, a survey of yourself, a, a test, uh, which kind of makes people nervous when they hear the word test. But it's 177 questions. You have 20 seconds to answer each question. And it's it's easy be, because it gives you things like, um, for, this is just an example off the top of my head, drinking coffee in the morning. And then it will give you five spots on the bottom to check. You're most likely to drink coffee in the morning or you're unlikely to drink coffee in the morning or somewhere in between. So it's, it's boom, boom, boom. It's one after the other. It's reactionary. And from that, Clifton has put together a, a, some formula that pulls out all of your strengths out of 35 strengths. And his big idea was to, to lead with your strengths, to use your strengths, know your weaknesses, but use your strengths, which, which is a phenomenal idea. Cause I think we, we pay much too much attention to people's weaknesses, right? We sit in a review for an hour with the custodian or a maintenance man and and we talk about you need to do this better. You're not doing this well enough. And we rarely talk about strengths. I mean, we, we compare it down to something as simple as Little League Baseball when, when we were growing up, right? 
we're always telling the kids, you got to do better at this, you know, and, and some kids don't have the, the vision to play the outfield because the ball comes high and long and there's a lot of field, and, but they can, they can react, you know, they can play the infield. It's simple things like that. So let's get away from weaknesses and use the strengths. It, it, it's a phenomenal idea. And, and Clifton, um, Don Clifton has, you know, really pulled it apart in, in, in these, this series that he has. And, and I'm going to take that and, and bring it to the eight different modules that we have. Um, and when you take the, the exam or the essay or the survey, you come up with your five things. And I don't, I don't know how Charlie's came out and I'm really interested to have Josh do his so I can see what his strengths are. Um, but it talks about how you, you mesh together and you build a team. Now, my strengths, when I, when I got my results, I showed them to my wife and she said, if I didn't know that this Don Clifton had already passed away, I would think that you and him went out and drank beers last night and he gave you these five <laughs> strengths. Because um, mine are deliberative, strategic, analytical, discipline, and self-assurance. And, and he nailed it. You know, he, he nailed it. From out of the 35 possibilities, those five, I can't argue with at all. Um, and, and so we're going to take those, and, and I want to hear from the membership as we're doing these modules too. Everyone's going to take the test. We're going to work out how to get the um, textbook to everyone, but everyone's going to take the, the survey, and then we'll talk about strengths, and people have different strengths. We're not all going to be in that same five like mine, um, and, and each in each module, we'll talk about other people's strengths. I'll start with mine. And I'll, I'll put mine into play and, and how I've used them. And, and I, I think way back when I was using them and didn't realize it, I was using my strengths back, back in the old days when I was coaching young kids in youth hockey. It does, this doesn't have to be just for your profession. It can be at home. It could be in youth sports. It, it can, you can use it anywhere in life. So I, I think it's really important that we focus on positive now. But don't ignore your weaknesses. We need to have them there. Well, um, I think I agree with you, Paul. I think the weaknesses are really important. And they're not always weaknesses. It's just pointing out your strengths. But what's really valuable about this is that you get to learn not only your strengths, but other types of characteristics in the four domains, which have 35 characteristics in them. You get to learn about those and what they mean and how they're important to a team. So that when you you as a leader assess those that work uh, with you or those that you're interviewing for positions, you have the ability to bring some more strengths onto your team. I think that's a cool part of the strengths finder. Exactly. And, and once you know your weaknesses, like I said, we don't focus on them and we're not going to be just zeroing in on them. You're going to mate yourself with people in your team that have strengths to your weaknesses. Exactly. And that's what makes it all work. That's right. That's right. I think studying the entire uh, set of domains, the four domains and the 35 uh, individual characteristics in those four domains is is uh, is valuable uh, so that I struggle, Paul, when when I receive my results. And I think maybe we did the strengths finder, the self-assessment, maybe a little early. So when I did my graduate classes, I tried to kind of push the self-assessment, online assessment, private online assessment, 
we pushed that back a little bit in my graduate program so that people understood all the domains and all the strengths so that you could uh, understand yours when the results came out. The first time I got my results, I was furious. And I'm actually going to do those again um, with your class. I just was furious because I no way did those did those strengths uh, resemble me in any way. And they were things like command, self-assurance. I don't have either one of those. You guys know that. <laughs> uh, just in the literally in the word. But um, yeah, that's not you at all. No, you can't look at just the the word that uh, is with your strength. Sometimes there's just more depth to the meaning. My wife's a librarian and I would put a book down early in the book or I would pull out excerpts of a piece of a book and I'd argue with I didn't like it. She goes, you have to read the whole book. And I think that's the key here, Paul. You have to. You have to you have to be here for the whole the entire program and study it and work together and laugh through some things and and I think probably by the end of your sessions that uh, each other get to know one another and realize that that is someone's strength. Um, I had I used to tell my girls basketball I coach girls basketball when I was teaching middle school English, believe it or not, uh, in a local high school. And I would, we would, I would tell them, you know, if you're right-handed, uh, don't work on your right-hand leg, work on your left-hand leg, get better at what you can't do, because that's the norm. Evaluate what you're not good at and go practice it. I had a young lady that, for whatever reason, locked herself in the bathroom one day, and she couldn't get out, the doorknob came off, and she wasn't very creative, was she? She wasn't maintenance-oriented, I would guess, as a 17-year-old kid in high school. She said, Coach, you'd be proud of me. I cleaned the bathroom three or four times uh, with my left hand. <laughs> I said, did it help your lamp? She said, I don't think so, Coach, but I've been trying everything in the world to get better with my left hand. But if if people had, if she had spent all her time on the right hand, on her strength, and we just used that, we probably would have been better at, you know, used her better. But I just, you know, I always, I think the norm, just practice your weaknesses. That's not the case here. Use your strength yeah. and use the strength of your team. It's amazing how much of this can relate to youth sports. I mean, the same, I'm the same way back when I coached eight-year-olds in hockey. Um, but I, I found that with them at that age, you had to use their strengths because they had so little strengths in that sport at that time. Yeah. I can't tell you how many parents came to me and told me I ruined their kids NHL career <laughs> at eight years old because I had him playing defense and he was a natural forward, a natural scorer. Oh. But when they asked why I said, because he's one of the few eight-year-olds that can skate backwards. And in, in order to play defense, you had to skate backwards. So that's why he was put in that position. Makes perfect sense. Yeah, and it, and it makes more sense now once once we've learned all these. Yeah. So we have the um, the eight modules. Um, I'm not going to be the person that's going to sit there and lecture to everyone, um, to all the membership every week, every two weeks. It's going to be. Um, I want to hear from from them. I want to hear them tell me about their strengths and how they're using them, and maybe like me. They used them and didn't know it. They didn't realize it early on that they were using their strengths and, you know, see how they've learned coming along. But um, I think it'll be interesting to talk at each module, just pull out a couple of strengths from a couple of different 
uh, members in the audience. And uh, let I want to hear from them as well, because it, it's not just going to be me barking out to a membership here. We're going to, this is going to be interactive and go both ways. Yep. And, and the, the first and the last session are going to be, um, we'll say hybrid, because I don't know that everybody's going to be able to make the in-person. We don't want that to compromise um, their participation. But the first one, the first session is going to be live in person, if you can make it at St. Charles um, for that's going to be in, in collaboration with the core certification program, professional development that goes on every January, January 11th. And then the the last session, the closing session, we'll call it the certificate. I'm guessing some everyone will get a, a fancy certificate to show that they've completed it. Absolutely. Uh, is going to be on April 12th at Lee Summit. Um, and we will make sure that both of those sessions are available um, remote live so that you can zoom in. And we're, we're going to set up a, a dedicated Zoom page uh, so that you don't have to keep finding the link over again. And we'll send everybody the meeting request so you have everything all dialed in and for the money i mean you can't beat it i mean you can't beat it with a stick from from whether you're going to pay for yourself or go to the school to try to get some pd support i mean this is we're talking 248 dollars for the entire eight sessions you're getting a 40 dollar book um that that's going to be included in this so you can take the test and the assessment and learn a bit um near as i can tell with my math that's like 27 28 bucks a session uh per hour um i don't know that where you could get um you know more bang for your buck for for professional development and and paul you had i mean we didn't do a whole lot of promotion at the annual conference the annual mspma conference but you did a class on the last day um uh, or on the fir- on the first day of, of professional development, where you had thirty two people in 32, attendance, yeah, and and, the, and we were still we we're still putting it together, and it sounded like you had some raving fans in there already. Yeah, I mean, we're going to start with you know why why study our strengths. That'll be number one, and then at the end is you know it's time to take your strengths and start out on your ride with them, um, yeah. and then we'll have everything in between. Um, I've also integrated. Um, I don't know if you remember this book, Josh, but. Again, for those who have the video, it's Move Your Bus. Um, That book was gifted to us, if you remember, by Ben Foster, the superintendent in Campbell, R2. Yeah, RT District, Campbell. Capital of the state. And I was, (laughs) and um, we're going to introduce strengths into that um, format of Moving Your Bus, where you put together your team and in the as in the picture on on the book, there's a bus with um with no bottom, and and there are people in the bus, and and they're using their own strength, their own legs to move the bus. And you have different um, people on your bus. <laughs> you know, you have people that that are runners um, that consistently go above and beyond, and you have the joggers and your walkers, and your team's made up. Some people are just riders; they just hold on and let other people do the work. Um, so we're going to discuss how we use our strengths with all of those people and kind of integrate it into moving the bus. I, I thought it'd be kind of a uh, a cool um, segue from one into oh, the other. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. It's funny. Anyway, and where, where I, it came from, Missouri. There it is. Where it came from, Missouri to begin with. It 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 all comes back around again. Well, it's funny you were you you've talked about it when we were away, and I was like, I haven't even opened the book. And so I've, I put it right front and center in my office because I'm in my office for the next couple of weeks. And my goal is to uh, to read through this. So, well, um, if if you remember correctly, you and I on that trip, we ended our trip in um, Memphis, Tennessee. 
yeah. where I was joined by my wife and we visit, we visit with some family there. And on our trip back from Memphis, we sat in the airport in Charlotte, I believe it was for six hours waiting for them to change out the plane because the pilot didn't like the way the flaps worked on, on one of the wings, which I agreed with you know, I'm not, I, I don't do planes, but um, when he showed us the flap that was stuck in the up position, I agreed with, we'll wait for a new plane. That means you um, slow around so, in circles. Yeah. So, so that's where I, um, I got through the, the book. It's an easy read. It's a great book. It's, it's not part of the, um, what we will ask people to get um, for the course. We'll just have the one, um, you know, cliff finders, but yep. it's a, it's a good read. Move your bus. If, if you have it, it's by Ron Clark. Um, it's a, it's an easy read, but because of that delay in the airport in Charlotte, I did, uh, I did get through the whole book. So now I have a reason why I haven't read it. I haven't had any delays in my you life. You haven't had any delays. 20, You've been traveling all over the country. 25 flight flights. Flight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How great is that? Yep. Um, well, this is great. I think that this is, um, and Charlie, registration's open, right? Uh, registration is open. It's online. Uh, we've already had a registration, uh, but few people know about it. We'll start pushing uh, that information out here, uh, Brian and and uh, and myself. We'll start sending some information out here fairly quickly on that. Um, you know, the board, the MSPMA board, isn't finished with one class. This was just uh, the apparent need. The program, the book was in front of us. Um, the right person uh, came along in MSPMA's world, Paul, um, came along with uh, with experience and with leadership and with uh, seasoning and and just passions and the things that uh, we felt like were were necessary to teach this class impartial. Um, you know, it wasn't someone that uh, our members are have known for a number of years and feel like that there's there's some preconceptions to them as they enter a, enter a class. They are they are all on the same playing field coming in here as aspiring people who want to learn with someone who wants to to work with them. And so it's a great it was a great fit. And I was Paul. I'm just thrilled to death that you have accepted this and. And uh, you've embraced, it and it's yours now. Uh, that's wonderful for all of our classmates. So uh, we'll push that out pretty quick. I will tell you that our board is is really interested in we we have in our in our state a, a school facility certification process um, of eight modules, and those modules um, are are the first type of leadership training you would receive. Uh, at a at a state level uh, school plant manager association, so belonging to that uh, gives, gives you the belonging to our MSPMA gives you the opportunity to to be a certificated school plant manager by our association. But you 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 complete that. Our first class completed that program two thousand fifteen. Uh, our board so we had some board members completed fourteen fifteen, and then we started uh, two thousand sixteen. We've had. Uh, 250 people probably certified, but the certification has stopped. You know, you got certified, you went to your classes, you know, what, what, if I still want to learn, I want to get better. Uh, what do I do? And what, where, where's my option? You could go to college, you can go to a uh, program, but we, we needed some programming here. Um, you know, have things changed since 2016, 2018, 2019, even, 
look at the world. I mean, our, our workforce has changed drastically. And um, uh, even those that worked in schools and, and, and over that period of time are back with us as some, you know, modified thinking, some with life's experiences changed, changed their perspective. Um, so we're looking at more of a, uh, including this class and adding more right along with it uh, years to come, uh, kind of a master, master level facility manager certification. So one level higher than our uh, facility manager's core certification. Uh, why the word master? Well, when you're when you are in a school environment, K twelve environment, you go get your bachelor's degree, you begin to teach, you advance your craft and your knowledge by getting a master's degree. So there's there's some uh, something kind of parallel there with the master's degree. That's why we would call it the master level facility manager certification or something about like that. But we're looking at some things like um, we, we would like someone to take away from each one of these modules or sets of sessions like what Paul will lead on leadership and team building. We want them to uh, take something away other than just being in the class. We want them to engage with their classmates over a period of time and then take something from it, something tangible, something they can get their arms around a mindset. So we're looking at things like three or four other modules, uh, guys, capital planning, facility assessments, learn how to do those with one another, go back to your district. Uh, maybe it's a facility operations manual, which uh, our members have created. So you engage with that over five, six, seven, eight class sessions together, and then start to apply information from your school and you're finished and have a manual. So we have some things, uh, Building systems, preventing maintenance programs, the quality of the learning environment. Just we're thinking about a lot of those, and uh, we would like to offer four or five of those as a mastery level of certification. But it's, it's not completely developed yet. But why wait until it's completely developed when you got all the pieces of a great start and great beginning? Well, that, I, I think that's great. And, and the industry itself has evolved into a need. I, you know, 30 years ago when I started this, the only training we had as young facilities people were from the vendors, which is good training. It's all good things that you need to know. But that was it. It ended there. And you guys in Missouri are on the cutting edge of it. You're, you're, you've got to one level and now you're going, you're moving up. I think that's right. fantastic. So I, I think that the uh, one thing that I want to tell is you are to also in the process of all of this stuff going on, all of this awesomeness. And Charlie, I'm going to ask you to close out this episode with your first, uh, if there's any updates on anything going on for members or anything going on in the in the great state of Missouri. Um, but you're, you're also undertaking a rebuild of your website. Um, and so where you'll find this, we'll put the link directly for the registration right on the show notes of this episode on all of our platforms, whether it's a video or audio. But what you want to do is you want to go to the online store tab on the page, whether it's the um, you can you can actually use the old website or you can use the new website that's being built out. But it's, it's the same link. It's the online store. You're going to scroll all the way to the bottom to the captain steering the ship and uh it says lead with your strengths you're going to click on that add to cart and you are in there like swimwear you're registered ready to go and we will get you your book 
you can take your test and we can be uh, prepared. And it's not a test because there's no wrong answers, as Paul told me. He said right. that he can't wait to he can't wait for me to take it. I've been nervous because we know I don't test well. I don't like to test. And uh, but I, I've got the, I've got it. I'm going to take it and uh, I will unveil my uh, weaknesses and strengths uh, on the kickoff because I'll be doing this course with uh, Paul and the members as well because I haven't done this program before. So I'm excited about that. So, Charlie, did I miss anything? And also, what what else is going on for our first inaugural monthly sit down fireside chat? Um, which I think you were right before we started, you were going to be outside by the fire pit with the cows in the background. I think the December episode, you got to have a fire going with the cows in the background. Well, we'll I'll, I'll get in front of a fireplace here. and We'll do a fireside chat monthly. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, um, you know, we're closing out our year. Um, we're already working uh, next year for our conference and, and uh, getting our training set up for January and April. Uh, we also work with our Department of Elementary and Secondary Education to deliver the programming for five summer workshops around the state. Those are two-day workshops for uh, inline workers or custodians or, or uh, beginning uh, uh, maintenance technicians, uh, beginning supervisors. Um, and, and so we're working with uh, to get that program completed. We now have those dates I'm not sure that they're on the website. We, you know, we have volunteer vendors that help us with all of our social media and our website. So it's, they're wonderful. They're amazing. They do so much creative stuff that we can't afford to pay for. But Brian Gomsky uh, from Midwest Machinery is putting those things together for us. So you can see the website evolve. You can hear pretty quick. Brian just did a board meeting with us Friday online with our board and, and let us know that uh, there are a lot of updates on the website, but the last switch is the entire website is totally updated with all the pieces that you now see. And so the registration and program would be in, in one door, so to speak, and to pay for it would be in the other, the online store, rather than uh, having, having all of them together. So he's working on that. And then you can see us on social media uh, here on our podcast with you, uh, Josh, and then uh, over on LinkedIn and uh, Twitter or X. And Rachel Trainer, another volunteer from the DLR Architectural Group, uh, uh, takes care of those things for us. She's amazing and full of life. And so she she uh, gets those things out to us with the same excitement that is as she's been on our, on our board for a number of years. So we're all proud of this this work and the things we're, we're pushing out and the planning is here. Budget time for us uh, begins January. We'll, we'll conclude January in our meeting. For next year's budget so um that's where we are in msbma right now yeah well it's and it's it's amazing um charlie because you are um technically you're, you're you know you guys are you run it very lean you were um one of if not the only paid um employee for mspma um and you're you're managing a massive annual conference that was um, and we'll close with a little bit of that with some stats from figures, because that's pretty proud numbers that you had there. Um, but you, you know, you literally closed that conference out um, last month or two months ago now, because we're in November. Um, and before you're even leaving there, you're already setting the stage and planning for next year and the year after. Um, and then you have all these other events and you're out also um you're out advocating for MSPMA at all the other events around the state, including getting the higher ed folks more involved. So 
um, you know, hats off to you and, and, um, and thank you to all the volunteers that are, are giving their time to, to improve. I see the social media presence has gone, uh, amazing, uh, over the last couple of months, it went from kind of non-existent. There wasn't even an MSPMA LinkedIn page. And now there's one with a couple hundred followers and there's content being put out there. And then the website, you know, you guys hadn't done anything with the website for a couple of years and, um, the registration was easier. The, the, the site is looking cleaner and I can't wait to see the full finishing, uh, product, um, when it's done, cause it's just going to be awesome. And it's going to, uh, it's going to just step up that whole, that whole, uh, member experience. So, um, good stuff, but yeah, let's close out with a, with a really good note of, of how the conference went. Cause I don't think we've talked about that. I haven't had an episode since the conference, so I can't, uh, I, I know we haven't talked about it. Well, I, I think you look at a few things when you self-reflect and self-assess. Um, and in this case, Paul, we get to look at strengths. So that's that goes right in line with this first program. So how was our membership count? How many people uh, wanted to come to a facility, uh, specific facility-only conference? Uh, 409 total people. That's the name badges we printed. Now, that does include some folks from other states. We had the National School Plant Managers join us the day before our conference for a meeting, and we printed six or seven name badges for them. So so all in all, 409 member-only November name tags. So that's uh, up from 285, uh, give or take, last year. That's a big number. And, the, and there are a few things that changed this year, but uh, we've, we've, we've created, we've forged more relationships with some people that make decisions and, and uh, consider school facilities extremely important. And so they, they come to our conference or they send their staff. Uh, the social media piece has been that we've added someone who knows what they're doing uh, and cares about about school facilities and Rachel uh, and and Brian again uh, Brian's joined our board of directors he leads uh, he leads us in our in our website he he works with Rachel on the social media our presence and our and our visibility our image is, is all Brian Gomsky at Midwest Machinery he's he just simply amazing uh, his leadership he actually made a video of Josh. Uh, to all superintendents and all those making decisions in schools, uh, probably a two-minute video of his own accord. Uh, he's so natural at it, and it's just amazing. He's been on our board for eight months, and he just gets it. He understands how important school facilities are to learning. So uh, he just, on his own, made a video for us, and, and that's just, so you send that out, someone sees that, and he just looks you right in the eye and says, this is how important school facilities are. So, um, you know, and then we get so much support, like I said, from Brian and Rachel being our vendors. Uh, but, you know, we get we get great support from other vendors. We had 141 vendors this year. Uh, that's uh, that's up significantly. We had 126 vendors last year. We actually capped last year at 126 members because it just couldn't find any boost space. But, you know, when people uh, when when you when you see that there are some vendors that we need here for the benefit of our membership to visit with and be and get to see their products or their services, 
you find you, you rearrange the table, you know, you, you rearrange some things. And so we did that this year. I don't know how much larger we can be than 141, but we just got back, Josh, you and I from the mid, from Midwest Masters Conference up in, in uh, Wisconsin, Dells, Wisconsin. And those folks, uh, uh, Jeannie and, and those gals, the Caitlin, did an amazing job when they're bored with their conference. But one of the things I took away from there is the engagement of their vendor hall we have great engagement in our vendor hall, but, you know, we're the old, we're the school model where you hallway down the middle and rooms on both sides. That's kind of how our booth arrangement is. And that's not exactly how theirs was. It was very engaging. I enjoyed it. So Casey, uh, Casey Houseman and I uh, were there with you, Josh, from St. Joe. We've taken a good look at that. We have the design now and we're starting to work already with um, the Liberty Exposition down at the Branson Convention Center on a, on a design so those are our digits, 409 uh, name tags for membership, 141 vendors. Those are big numbers for us, our biggest ever by far, large uh, increases. Our board is very pleased with that increase. Now we want to reach more districts. Missouri has 520 school districts, give or take. We do. We did have five um, uh, higher education entities join us. I am going Wednesday and Thursday to Kansas City to the Missouri Community College Association Conference. So uh, Raymond Wade from Ozark Technical College will be with me a little bit in the booth there and Mike Fox from Crowder, Crowder College. And so we'll hopefully, people know a little bit more about us and who we are. Uh, and uh, we'll try and draw some of those folks to us uh, from the 12 community colleges in the state that are a member of MCCA. So we are, we were happy we're happy with our conference. I would also say the content of our conference was the best it's ever been. Paul and Kenny actually delivered uh, two sessions and just just did an amazing job, Josh. I think you'd agree to that. Uh, did you do a session, Josh? I did. I did one on um, stress oh. management 2.0 and my technology failed. Uh, basically, everything failed uh, 42 seconds before I was supposed to start. So uh, That's how you do it with stress, right? Yeah, that's, that's, that's how, how you deal with it. That was all planned. <laughs> improv, improv, improv. But uh, no, it was, it was, I would agree with you. I got to catch a couple of sessions. I had to leave early, um, but I did catch a couple of sessions and I would say hands down um, everything that I saw was just kind of gold standard stuff. It was just it was. top. It, and, and, you know, one of the, one of the hardest things is you put all of this together and then the rooms are empty. Right. And it's because there's too many tracks or there's something else going on or you're doing it in connection with exhibit hall time or whatever. You guys have the the, the schedule set. All your rooms were packed like you just had um, the right mix. You had the, the right you had the right blend of sessions going on at the same time where you had, you know, 30, 40, 50 people in each and every classroom where, you know, in some class sessions, it'd be a standing room only. You know, in other events, it'd be standing room only in one class and the next class over there'd be two people. Right. Um, and that's just because of how you stack the classes. So um, I think you knocked it out of the park with that. And one thing that you glanced over that I think um, deserves more attention is um, you graciously hosted the NSPMA board for their first board meeting since getting their new executive director, Ken Wirtz. But you also uh, hosted the first Midwest SPMA meeting where five Midwest states got together and broke bread and started to compare notes and talk to each other. And I think that's the beginning of something 
really special that I hope continues. And it wasn't the inaugural, but the annual um, event for that, because I was, you know, I had the honor to uh, Paul and I had the honor to kind of facilitate. And we were just so impressed with um, commonalities and then finding the differences and everybody kind of working off of that and asking questions. And, and I really believe that every state left that room uh, better that day. And uh, that was really cool and something that's never been done before uh, really anywhere. So uh, congratulations on that part. Yeah, we, we've always said that when we get together within the states that it's a great therapy session to talk to other members within the state. But now for you guys to expand it to other states and to see that there there are common problems, there are common successes there you know there's a lot to talk about and and like i always said if nothing else it's great therapy for us because we know there are other people out there doing what we're doing going through the same things well this started years ago for me from mike mertz uh, in arkansas inviting me to join them at their conference (laughs) don't have to pay registration we actually have a room our room block you're very welcome just get here and i did uh, and as I did that, I reciprocated back to Mike. So it started with just, you know, kind of getting to know each other rather than bumping into one another at a conference or that you didn't, you'd never met each other or, oh, that's the director of Missouri or Arkansas. Or now you, now you have someone to talk to or you go to dinner uh, and you, and you get to spend a, a short conversation with someone. This was intentional, Josh. And I appreciate you embracing it and you leading us through the topics um, and letting us talk and visit and then pulling us back to center and moving forward. I think we covered six or eight very, very good topics where we had some commonalities, but I picked up so much from them. Um, and then just this week, I was on the phone with uh, William Bland down the George Association, who, I, who I've never met, but, you know, they, they have, a, have a wonderful uh, attendance uh, and participation there, but maybe the association isn't pushing forward or maybe they want to push forward and they're looking for ways to do that in Georgia. So it's nice to share with one another, but we had Arkansas, Kansas, Missouri, Tennessee, we invited Oklahoma. Unfortunately, they couldn't join us, but I think they will in the future. So then we had the pleasure, Josh, of going and having uh, lunch with the national board and uh, having import input as to um, what we in the States need from a national association. And I appreciated Ken Wirtz and, and all the fine folks on the National uh, Executive Board uh, welcoming us and listening and asking questions and caring about what we had to say. And I look, I look for wonderful things in the future out of the National School Plant Manager Association and the things that they can do to support our states and make us healthy and stronger. No, so it was it was all good stuff. I left that was at my first event. Uh, well, my first conference, my second event, and my start of my September 20th to October 31st, 41 day, 22 event, 15 state, 25 flight trip. And you guys got me charged up and ready to go. And uh, that was that was a wild, uh, a, a wild week to start off. And and if, and I got off on the right foot. So I appreciate it. I appreciate the hospitality. You guys are always just uh, you roll out the red carpet for everybody. So um, I'm really glad. And I'm also really glad now that I'm looking again, I'm really glad that Paul got a new hat because I was telling him he needed one, <laughs> um, which is very nice. Um, so, yeah, no. And I think that's a good, I think that's a good, very nice good hat. I think that's a good segue to, to, uh, to wrap this episode up and, and uh, 
tell everybody this is going to be an awesome uh, course. Paul's excited to have it. He's all dialed in. He's got the eight module. He's put a ton of work. He's locked himself in the beach house for days on end um, <laughs> where he wouldn't even talk to me while he was getting this together. He's got a great, uh, if you know anything about Paul, he doesn't do anything halfway. He does it all the way. He's either all in or he's not in at all. And uh, he's put his pride, uh, his, his, his hardest effort. And uh, I'm, I'm very proud of the work that he's put together that I've seen so far. And I can't wait to do the program uh, and learn, learn more from him with this. So, be sure to register mspma.com online store, scroll to the bottom, the captain with the steering wheel guiding the ship. And, uh, and we'll see you all on, on January 11th. Charlie, did I miss anything? Look, you got it all. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Josh. All so thanks we're going to plan on, I think we're going to plan on December 3rd. It's Monday. I think we'll plan on December 4th. Actually, it's a Monday and I'll, um, I'll be remote, but I think what we'll do is we'll make this a standing first Monday of the month um, uh, fireside chat with Charlie, and uh, then we can we can go from there. And Paul, thanks for making the time this morning. I, you've got yourself a tour to go on this afternoon. Yeah. So yeah, heading for Wentworth Institute of Technology downtown Boston. Yeah, he he graduated from Wentworth before Wentworth knew that they were going to have a facility management program that was going to be official. So uh, and and here we are, fifty some fifty years later, and they called me and said, "Come take a tour. We want to know what you've been doing for the past 40, 50 years." Yeah, <laughs> which that's pretty pretty cool. So um, you guys have an awesome day. Thanks thanks for making the time this morning, and uh, we'll have all the information in the show notes. We're going to get back on track, Charlie has uh, cracked the whip on me. We've got all the organization ready. Now Charlie's going to get me some some guests to get the Show Me Mo podcast spinning a couple episodes a month so that we can share more of all the great things that are happening in Missouri. And um, we'll be talking to you real soon. Have a great day, everybody. Bye, everyone.